family. Welcome to the Reflection of Us at Samuel Morris. I'm Peyton. I'm Chloe. And I'm London. Today we are joined by Mr. Albert Phillips, author of Y'all Hiring. Thank you, Mr. Albert, for joining us today. And thank you so much for having me. It's an honor to be here with y'all. Okay, so my first question is, how was your time in Baltimore City Public Schools? As a, as a student or as an employee? A so, student. A student. Oh. So it was some ups, some downs. Um, I would say I, I really enjoy elementary school. Uh, I went to William Penn and Hughes Elementary School. I went to about three different elementary schools. That probably was my favorite one. Um, I think I had teachers who cared about me. Um, but I think the schools were also very much underfunded. And so, um, like, even I remember our, our classroom, they were separated by, like, a board. Some of them didn't have, like, doors, uh, which was, like, it sounds like from way, way back in the day, but it really wasn't that, that long ago. Uh, but I, I had fun. I really enjoyed, you know, my friends. I really enjoyed um, different clubs that they had at the schools as well as uh, some of the extracurricular activities. I remember being in a play. I was um, Garrett Morgan, who was a inventor of the traffic light and the gas mask. He's a black man. Uh, so I had a lot of good experiences there. But um, yeah, it, it was okay. I'll say it was okay. Okay. Um, now for your second question. What inspired you to write? So many other writers. Um, seeing that the power of words, I think words have power. And so we may have heard things in the past, like sticks and stones, uh, uh, they break my bones, but words will never hurt me. Um, however, I'm a firm believer that because words have power, they can hurt you if they're used in a negative way. And so understanding that, and then also being inspired by other writers uh, like James Baldwin and Maya Angelou and even Dee Watkins, like folks right here from Baltimore City, um, all of these people inspired me to write and, and want to tell my story. Okay, now your third question. How was it trying to find a job job as a black person in America? Um, it can be difficult. It can be difficult for a lot of reasons. Um, I think one of the most important pieces of trying to find a job is, is tapping into your network. Uh, so people that you know, your friends, your family members, uh, classmates, coworkers, it's always important to utilize your network because they might be able to let you know or help you get an opportunity. But, um, you know, the, the job market, it can be, it can be frustrating at times, um, trying to get that, that job that you really want, trying to get the opportunity that you really want. Um, but I would say now is, is very interesting because now is a time where a lot of jobs are offering different incentives. They're giving out, uh, bonuses and all types of things to trying to get uh, certain employees, uh, depending on what industry you're trying to work work in. So right now, it's it's a time for people to really leverage themselves. Um, I think the pandemic opened up a lot of opportunities for people. A lot of people got laid off, and there's a lot of travesty, but um, it also made some people reevaluate where they were working. So even maybe some of your parents or people that you know, they may have been working somewhere and may have decided, you know what, I want to work somewhere else or I want to go back to school. Um, so it allows some people to be forward thinking. But it can be difficult, for sure, for, for a lot of people, especially black people. Okay, London. Okay, so um, my first question for you is, what is Free Black Minds Education, education Group? 
That's an awesome question. So Free Black Mind Educational Group, LLC, or Limited Liability Corporation, is a business that I started uh, two years ago. And I started it because I wanted a lot of the work that I was doing to kind of fall under an umbrella um, or a company. Um, companies provide a certain level of protections. So for, let me give you an example. So let's say, for instance, um, somebody wanted to sue me, right? Um, but I was using my company, Free Black Mind Educational Group, as like my, you know, my representative in a way. They would be able to sue my company. Let's say, for instance, they won the case, right? We went to court and they won the case. And they took my company, all my money, which ain't much. <laughs> but let's say, for instance, they sued my company. My, my bank account will still be fine. Um, so it offers that layer of protection. Um, LLC or the type of company that I have, it also has different tax incentives. You might hear about um, companies. Um, sometimes people think like only like rich people can have certain tax breaks, but if you have a company, there's a lot of different ways that you can utilize taxes. Um, and then in addition to that, I, I started it because I wanted it to be my company that I, I really used to focus on a lot of work that I was doing. So my book um, is a part of a product of my company. Um, I'm also planning to do other books and do events and things like that. And so all of that will kind of fall under that umbrella. And the name Free Black Mind is, is something that was kind of near and dear to me. I think we have to, as black people, think freely. You know, a lot of times we're just thinking in survival mode, unfortunately, because of our situation that we're dealing with in reality. But the freer we can think with our minds, the better decisions we can make, the better we can live, the better we can help each other. So that's in a nutshell, the, the meaning behind the company. Okay. Um, why did you name your book The Hiring? So it's a term that I've, I've used, it's a term that I've heard so many times. Um, what really stamped the name of the book, I, w I was at, uh, I used to work at this nonprofit called um, Thread, which is located over by Mondamin. And so I was walking up into Mondamin to get some cookies from a great cookie. I'm sure y'all had the, the Snickerdoo cookies, right? And so I'm going over there to get some cookies, and um, a girl was leaving Douglas High School, which is right across the street from Mondamin. Yeah. And she wanted a job at the great cookie, so she walked in and was like, hey, y'all hire her? And then at that time, I was like, hmm, that's going to be the name of the book. Because at first, it was going to be the subtitle of the book, which is um, The Black Teens Guide to Navigating Employment. But I was like, that's not catchy enough. Like that's not yeah. something that's going to really gravitate uh, towards young people. So that inspired it. Um, my own personal job search. I remember going into places and just asking, like, "Y'all hiring? Y'all hiring?" Even the first part of the book, the preface, it talks about a story of me trying to get a job and me going into Foot Lock and being like, "Y'all hiring?" Um, so that's that's what made me want to name the book "Y'all Hiring." Okay. How long did it take you to write your book? So the book probably took me a little under a year, um, a little under a year, and it, it went through various phases. So one part of it was like just ideas. So I just was writing down notes and ideas. I was writing on post-it notes. I had like a, um, a notepad with ideas. It wasn't very organized at all. And so I slowly started to, um, I slowly started to, you know, organize my ideas a, a little bit better and then I got an editor I got a graphic designer I got somebody to do the cover of the book um, but all of it I got a website design all of this took a little about a year about a year okay.
but it was worth it. It was absolutely worth it. Um, it was a self-published book, which means that I did a lot of stuff myself, which gives you a lot of creative control, but you all, you got to put in the money. You got to put in the work more when, when your book is self-published. But uh, I think it's a great product. Um, I also plan to do a second edition probably in a, a few years from now um, because there's some, some other things that I want to include in a book. Uh, but it was absolutely worth it. It's something that I'm certainly proud of. That's, that's cool. I'm moving on to Chloe. Okay. Uh, my first question is going to be, um, are you planning on creating any more books? Yes. Um, I'm actually working on another book right now. Um, but this one, I'm aiming for next year. Um, I, need to, I need to just... So one of the parts of writing a book is organizing your time. Right, like we, we all have 24 hours in a day, but everybody's 24 hours is, is used differently. Um, and so I'm trying to continue to stay focused on blocking out that time to continue to write. And then I'm also going back to school. So I'm gonna be going to the University of Baltimore in the fall. And they have a, a creative writing and publishing arts program, which is gonna help me become a better writer. It's gonna help me get published uh, more places. And I'm gonna be working on my third book uh, in that program. But the, the book that I'm working on now, I'm hoping to have it out by next year. And it's essentially, it's not going to be like y'all hire. It's going to be a much different sort of book. It's going to be more about me growing up in the late 90s, telling different stories. Um, so it's going to be some some fun times, some creative things, some sad stuff. Uh, but I, I'm, I'm looking forward to putting out that book next year. That's nice. Um, you said you're going to another school. Um, are you excited for school? Are you nervous? Like, what? How are you feeling about going to this new school and working on the stuff that you love? Um, it all brings me joy. It all brings me joy. Um, I think, you know, a lot of times we think that when people get to a certain age, like, they should just, you know, maybe stop going to school and stop yeah. learning. But I think I'm a lifelong learner. Not not just, not just because I'm going back to college, but I think that no matter what age you are, you always can learn more. Uh, you always can grow and develop. And so I'm really excited about it. I, it almost makes me feel like my first time ever going to college all over again. So I'm, I'm ready for it. Okay, that's, that's nice. Okay. How do you plan to help the black youth in the future? How do you, like, still play? That's a great question. Uh, so I think through my, through my literature, of course, through the, the works that I produce, I think I want to continue to have black, black youth. I want to... Um, Really, I probably will eventually do some sort of writing program uh, just to help you become better writers, to be able to tell their own stories, uh, whether it's poetry or some other type of creative writing or it's a magazine or newspaper. I think y'all have some tremendous gifts. And I think if owned properly, like what we're doing today, it could be really powerful. So things like that is what I envision doing. Um, I've helped a lot of youth with workforce development. So, you know, not just getting a job, but like, you know, how do you do a resume? How do you do a cover letter? How do you fill out an application? All those things. I've, I've done that for a number of years. I also used to be a teacher. I used to teach fifth grade students, um, which I really enjoyed. And so, you know, y'all are my passion. And so I'm always, I'm always thinking about and trying to evolve it, uh, how I support y'all. That's nice. Okay. So my sister is uh, has artist is artistic and she really wants to write and she loves writing and she wants to be a writer. Do you have any tips for people that are different when they want to be like an influencer or a writer or something? 
to keep that's, moving? That's a, a wonderful question. I appreciate you bringing that up for your sister. I think um, one of the interesting things that I've been seeing lately, like I'm sure a lot of y'all are on TikTok, right? Yeah. And so we see it. Social media allows us to see people who are, you know, of different races, of different learning abilities, of different professions, um, and see them create things. And so I think one one piece of advice would be to maybe look into other people who, who you know, have autism and seeing how they create. Because, you know, it, it hasn't, it, it doesn't stop people from doing things. They just might have to do it differently. Yeah. Um, I'm certainly not an expert in autism. But I'm sure there are plenty of resources out there to support people with autism. Okay, thank you. Thank you for joining us. Reflection of Us podcast is a production of Son of Age and Multimedia Resources. Today's episode is made possible in partnership with Baltimore City Parks and Rec. Our theme music is by Jay Soul from DSM Productions. Be sure to subscribe to Reflection of Us podcast on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Also be sure to visit sonofadream.com to learn more about our work and how you can support